Hello and welcome to Money Roundup with me, Mayor Morrison. On today's program, Argentine workers have staged a protest less than two months into President Javier Milei's elected term. How has the economy been affected? It has been four months since the Arm Holdings Company had their IPO. How has the company been performing since? And the troubles for Boeing gets worse as US regulators have now ordered the company to cease and desist from any further productions of the 737 MAX aircrafts. All of this coming up on Money Roundup. When President Javier Milei took office about two months ago, he had promised that he was going to change the way Argentina would do things. He had done something that no other world leader has ever done before. He devalued the Argentine pesos against the US dollar by about 50%. This was surprisingly met with favorable outcomes by members of the IMF who had shared that this was the way forward for Argentina to get back on track, regroup and bring a fresh and new perspective. Similarly, the Argentine community had kept quiet as no one really knew what to expect. Less than two months into his term and inflation within Argentina, the worst of any Latin American country, skyrocketing to 211%. President Millet's plans to cut spending and increase privatization are now seeming to be a tall tale. Sectors such as banking and transportation have been the most hit thus far and so it has left everyone hopeless and desperate and now has hundreds of thousands of workers on strike. Research suggested that the Umbrella Union General Confederation of Labour, GCL, the most powerful and largest workers' union in Argentina, has set up a 12-hour strike as workers are unhappy and unwilling to conform to these new harsh conditions. This comes on the back also with high examination over two reforms of the president, what one would call an omnibus bill that went through Congress and also a mega decree deregulating the economy. The government has announced that anyone found to be partaking within the strike will lose a day's pay. However, it is not written in law and if any infringement is made to transportation or the roads, then that person can be fined or even sentenced to spend time within jail. Doing business right now is also very difficult with rates rapidly increasing and a business that once had 12 grocery shops, for instance, now has to be scaled down to only two. Regardless of what was happening with the public in Buenos Aires, such as the transportation, hospitals, and banks all being affected, President Millet is continuing with his plans. 
Local airlines were also forced to cancel flights due to the events that has transpired. All is not lost as yet, though, as the General Confederation of Labor, GCL, had actually gotten the courts to temporarily halt some measures as it pertains to labor within the decree. Congress is still very much divided and so the omnibus bill was approved by the committee but not via Congress and still faces opposition from the Peronist opposition bloc. President Millet is an economist and former TV pundit who some say was able to pull off a shock election win last year. Now he has to manage stabilizing the South American economy reducing a deep fiscal deficit and fight triple-digit inflation. To add to that, about two-fifths of the economy is living below the poverty line. The government party in power has shared the stringent and harsh measures are needed as the country is being living with enormous spending that has done nothing but leave the country with a huge fiscal deficit triple-digit inflation and now a 44 billion US dollar deal with the International Monetary Fund, IMF. The government party's security minister and former president election rival, Patricia Bullrich, has publicly shared on X, formerly Twitter, and I quote, there is no strike that stops us. There is no threat that intimidates us. End quote. The protesters were met with comparisons made to the mafia, poverty managers, and corrupt politicians who orchestrated the strike trying to defend their privileges and resisting the changes chosen by society. So, how has the economy really been affected? The Argentine economy right now is suffering from exorbitant levels of inflation and much political unrest. Will President Millet's plans prove to correct all the wrongs he has highlighted within his campaign speech? Will Argentina have to struggle before things get better? Or will a coup happen on the new president? The answer? You will have to stay close to the story to find out as it unfolds. Now, the most anticipated and largest IPO that was held in 2023 during a time when economies were suffering from high inflation rates, rising interest rates, and low investor confidence as many worried a recession was coming not only in the United States of America, but throughout other economies worldwide, has been trading publicly and we have decided to take a look into the company four months since its debut on the New York Stock Exchange. An IPO that was priced around $50 per share, closed prematurely due to all the excitement involved, opened the market at $56.10 and now has a price of $73.97, a 31.85% increase and a market capitalization of $75.76 billion US dollars, well above its initial debut of $54.5 billion valuation. 
Arm Holdings was considered the largest chip maker for cell phones, accounting for about 95% of the global phone market. Many investors and analysts had feared that the valuation was too large and not much growth would be experienced for the future. But one thing those analysts forgot to take into consideration was innovation and creativity. The technology field, more so the hardware field, is wide and vast and usually very easy to move in between. For a company that would be raising billions of dollars, they can afford to hire the best of the best for whichever path they want to head down. So, you may be wondering, how has the company been coping since the IPO? You see, ARM has now shifted their focus from just mobile phone chip making to computers and they already have the infrastructure to go large scale with it. Research has led us to believe that when Tim Cooks decided three years ago to create the MacBook's own chips and remove them from the Intel processors, the now famous M1 chips were developed using ARM Holdings intellectual properties, which is the same as can be found in the iPhones. Now the company is proving to have a much faster and more improved chip that will be a major upgrade to Intel's x86 chip currently being used by Microsoft computers. The new chip developed by ARM's Qualcomm Snapdragon Elite X based on the Orion processor is said to have 12 CPU cores peaking at 4.3 GHz. Qualcomm had invited special reporters to observe 20 Orion-powered laptops being tested until October 30th, 2023, the same day as Apple had launched the M3 series chip. The Snapdragon Elite X chips had outperformed Apple M2 chips with a 50% increase in performance and used 30% less power. ARM has the advantage over Apple in that though the M3 series may have used ARM technology to develop and run the chips, it is only exclusive to Apple devices and more so MacBooks. Qualcomm has a much larger market share and reach. By targeting Windows-powered laptops, Apple's direct competitors in the laptop world and who has far more OS users than Apple. Data released from Qualcomm suggested that nine of the top laptop makers in the world, including Acer, Asus, Dell, Hewlett-Packard, Honor, Lenovo, Microsoft Surface, Samsung, and Xiaomi, have all agreed to include the Snapdragon Elite X chips in their laptops and will be releasing them in their 2024 models. With these new upgrades, Windows machines are expected to finally give the MacBooks a well-deserved competition in terms of their processor, speed, and performance. Previous Intel and AMD chips use multiple stock keeping units, SKU, creating complications with supply chains at times. Now, with the Qualcomm's reducing all these to just one single chip, similar to the M-series in MacBooks, 
these supply chain restrictions should be alleviated. Intel has welcomed this news and looks forward to applying the new chips within their laptops. AMD up to this stage does not have the proper infrastructure to include these single chips within their laptops and so adjusting may prove more difficult for them. Now onto our last story and the US regulators have ordered a cease and desist operation for the Boeing 737 MAX aircrafts. The FAA has hinted that the Boeing 737 MAX aircrafts that were grounded after a blowout on an Alaska Airlines flight may resume flights in the next coming days once inspections are completed. This was welcomed by Alaska Airlines and the United Airlines who had to cancel thousands of flights resulting in a loss of revenues for the company. Research has suggested that these lines of aircrafts will see a halt on production to the popularly demanded narrowbody line of aircrafts. FAA Administrator Mike Whitaker shared that they will not allow for any approval or extension in the production line for the 737 MAX line until they are fully satisfied. Alaska Airlines and United Airlines are currently getting more and more frustrated with Boeing who have brought nothing more than worries and pain to their revenue stream since ordering and using the 737 MAX line. United Airlines Chief Executive Scott Kirby shared that they will be implementing a plan that won't have the Boeing 737 MAX 10 line in it should they this line be created. Alaska Airlines stock is down $3 since its previous month of $40 and about a dollar since the beginning of the year of $38.34 on January 2nd, 2024. United Airlines on the other hand is up almost $3 since the beginning of the year at $40.72 closing January 25, 2023 at $42.96. The only loss experience for them was between January 11th and 17th, 2024 where the stock was at $44.51 and lost about 14.8% closing that trading window at $37.88. Boeing continues its downward trend closing at $201.88 or 19.8% lower than its January 2nd, 2024 price of $254.76, proving the worries will only get worse for Boeing. Just before we go some further updates from the market. On January 25, 2024, the S&P 500 index closed at 0.5% points higher at 4,894.97 points. The Nasdaq index closed at 15,512.7 points, a 0.19% increase over its previous day, and the Dow Jones index closed at 38,056.77 points, 0. 665% over its previous day. Apple closed the day 37 cents lower at $194.17.
NVIDIA continuing its tremendous start to the year, closing the day at $616.17, 0.42% over its previous day, and Intel closed $49.55, up $0.46, cent or 0.94% over its previous day. And that's all that we have time for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and I do hope to catch you in the next episode. Feel free to give us a follow if you have not yet done so and leave any comments you may have down below or via email at moneyroundup876 at gmail.com.